welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Thank you. Welcome back to the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Today, we're very lucky to have Nassar Haman uh, with the CareerMedis.com. He's been doing this for five years, helping people really navigate uh, through their career, learning how to freelance, learning how to increase their income. And during this pandemic, I thought it would be a great opportunity to spend some time talking to Nassar and getting some strategies that we can all think about during this uncertain time. So Nassar, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. Brad, thank you. Thanks for having me on the Career Mentor Podcast. And for those listening, I hope everyone is staying safe. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to talk about the subjects that you mentioned. I think uh, the timing is timing is right, meaning there's a lot of uncertainty in the job markets, and I'm happy to share my insights of what I've read, what I've seen, etc. And I know you have a prolific blog, and you have a lot, a tremendous publication going on. Um, We know that the gig economy has been around for a while, people uh, supplementing their incomes with remote work and freelance work. We also know during the pandemic that if freelance work stops, there's some, uh, you know, federal uh, programs that may help freelancers, but it's not really clear. But when you're thinking about either losing your job or maybe having to change careers, what are some of the strategies that you recommend um, that people should be looking at or retooling? So, yeah, um, when people are looking for a job or changing careers, um, I think there's a tendency in a lot of people to make it a little bit rushed, make it make it as make it rushed and find something as soon as possible. I, I know certain times it is very difficult where you need to get that job right away. But I'm talking about maybe just getting some clarity on what you're actually looking for. And one exercise I encourage people to do is. Um, no matter what, like if history has taught us anything, let's just talk quickly about the pandemic, right? Um, this is unprecedented. We have never seen anything like this before, probably not in the last many decades, um, especially people, um, the you know, the Gen X, uh, baby boomers and millennials and Gen Z, we've probably not seen something like this before. And it, it will, and if history has taught us anything, not an economist, um, this too shall pass all these these cycles of contraction they last for a few years then that uh, things improve uh, so one thing i wanted to say is even in times like this companies are really really struggling to survive and in order to survive they need new ideas uh, new ways of saving money and making more money so for a moment i would ask people to if you really want to be successful you should you should change the mindset uh, about it's not about you getting a job it's about what you can do for your employer more than um, yourself now of course you should think about yourself your bills but when you go in with a different mindset I'm not here just looking for a job I'm actually looking here because if I join your company I can actually change how you operate and help you um, help you navigate this and we can navigate this together 
one of my favorite stories, I think I listened to this in uh, a tape by Earl Nightingale, The Stranger's Secret. Uh, he talks about the story during a depression where the comp if you look at the 1929-1930 depression, people were holding up signs saying, I want a job. And businesses had signs on the door saying no vacancy. So things were really bad then. Uh, and there was this one individual. What he did is um, instead of going and applying and knocking on doors and of the companies that had a no vacancy sign, he did a little bit of research. He looked at the newspapers. He looked at what they were struggling with. He went in with a plan to help them out. He said, listen, right now, I did a little bit of research on you. I think this is where you need help. And this is where I can help. And that story really stuck with me. I listened to that story like 10 years ago. And that uh, maybe 15 years ago, sorry. And that really stuck with me. And since then, that's my mindset. Whenever I've applied for a job, if you go into a job search or a situation and you talk about what you can do for them, how you are not the best candidate, you're the only candidate that will help solve whatever problem they have. You have chances, you increase your chances compared to anyone else. One last thing I want to add there, Brad, is like there are companies still hiring every month. LinkedIn report rece uh, releases a report and it tells you what are the job companies that are hiring, what are the in jobs. So there are people who are always hiring. So you can always take a look at that and you can connect the dots about what they are struggling with right now. And you can try to align your skills with that struggle and put yourself in a situation to succeed. I know that was a long answer, but does that make sense? Absolutely. I agree with taking your time and thinking it through. I think it's excellent that you help people try to figure out, research the company. I recommend to our participants, hang out at 12 noon when people leave for lunch. Obviously now there's not a lot of people in buildings, but try to connect with someone who works there. Get some insight to the culture and to what they're looking at. Of course, social media is a great place to find uh, things that they're working on or developing but you may have an incredible idea that they haven't thought about, that they haven't published. One of the things I wanna ask you when, when you're working with your clients and you're working with your publications, you have a determination about you, you have a drive about you, and some people are really scared out there. Some people may have low self-esteem or not sure what they can do. I know of a husband and wife that have been in the food industry restaurant business for 30 years and in where they live all restaurants are closed and they don't know what they're going to do how do you help people get through some of that initial uh concern or doubt that they may not be able to find something they can really contribute to so i want to talk about the whole low self-esteem then i'll talk about a quick strategy um so the the, the thing if someone is listening and they think they have they, whatever reason they lost their job, the company downsized, like let's say they're in the airline or hospitality industry, the company is downsized, laid off, and they're out of a job. And I agree, it, it is hard on your psyche. Job search is very mental, uh, mentally taxing. Uh, and if you're struggling with any type of self-esteem, I, I, would, I would remind people before this job, somebody did hire you. And they did not hire you because they did it out of charity. They gave you a job because there's something about you you had skill set or qualities or characteristics that made you appealing to that employer. And so they gave you that job, right? So the step number one, and that, that ties into my strategy, which I always, no matter who I talk to, 
even for myself, if I were to look, the first thing I always do is I start with myself uh, or yourself. I encourage it's, it's an introspection. Write down all the things that you're really good at. Write down and write down all your skill set. Write down all your accomplishments or all your previous employers. What did you do and only you did that if you were not there, the company would have really struggled. And let's say you're in the restaurant industry. Maybe you're the one who increased uh, the number of occupied tables at that particular restaurant. Or you're the one who increased the efficiency so that the restaurant uh, owner or the chain became more profitable or you came up with a new idea that really increased the foot traffic so those are all the things and a lot of people actually when they are in the middle of the storm when they are struggling they don't think about it so i encourage a 30 to 30 minute to one hour exercise just write it down just take a piece of paper a google docs or a word document and type all these things out and immediately as soon as you finish the exercise you will see a certain surge of like um confidence in yourself and that I always say when you are trying to find a new job or a new client you should always approach it with a sense of confidence and the best way to do it, do this is this exercise immediately you will see a shift in your psyche your mindset and that is really important um, people, when you apply for a job people can sense desperation and you do not want to be going into in, in like with that sense of desperation you want to go in confident that you are the person doing that so I would encourage that exercise it really works it has worked for me it has worked for others um, and to people who I want to repeat this someone has hired you in the past there are you have good qualities you have skills um, just because you don't have a job now doesn't mean that you are not worthy I mean you can just reflect back if someone has hired you in the past they'll hire you again in the future and I think that's excellent and what we teach our participants is to include accomplishment statements in their resume. So I really resonate with what you're saying and absolutely agree. And I think if you're out there and you're struggling, ask a family member, ask a friend to help you identify your strengths, identify things you're good at, identify things of why they like you and support you. I think that's very important. As far as it relates to freelancing and we teach our people all the time, if you want wealth, you have to have multiple streams of income. Um, if you're just getting a paycheck and you don't have a retirement plan or you don't have savings, you're limiting your ability to weather this storm. And some people, unfortunately, live paycheck to paycheck. But one of your expertise is really understanding the freelance community and how to maybe find or create those opportunities for additional income. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I want to just add uh, like a caveat. Uh, I think I'm a little bit, um, I, I can definitely talk about this because I myself make a big portion of my income from freelancing. I have freelance clients, so I support myself. So I have been part of the gig economy for a year. And I, I, you brought up a good point, like people do struggle financially, even in a good economy. It's always good to have an additional source of income. And something like a side hustle or freelancing is really great just to make that extra money. Um, it may not be a lot of, it may, be, may not be a lot, but even if it's a few hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, it helps you cover your bills. And that's the number one benefit. The second better benefit of having a freelancing is you can build complementary skill set at the same time by getting paid. And so, for example, I'll give you my story. My, in the last almost a year, I've been working with many clients. I've been I, I, I specialize in freelance content writing, and um, 
let's say if I wanted to, I, I have been approached by a couple of my clients to bring me on board full time. So they've seen what I can do freelancing and they wanted, and of course I, I like the freelancing lifestyle and I, I have rejected that. And there are a lot of people who, who have successfully freelancing for a year, they get that opportunity. So what I'm trying to say is freelancing has many benefits. Number one is of course the additional income, but also the additional second thing is you can build that skill set, and it actually makes it easier for you to get a full-time job later on in that field. So there's so many benefits. So uh, before the, the whole crash, before what happened in March, 2020, Upwork, um, a platform that connects freelancers with clients, released a study last year, towards the end of last year. They said in the US alone, there were 55 million freelancers. So that's almost like 55 out of, uh, that's a big portion of the population that is doing some type of freelance work. So over the many years, freelancing has been increasing. Uh, but the people who have been freelancing, one of the things that really gave a push for freelancing in the last 10 years was the last recession. When the last recession hit, People were looking for additional source of income. They realized that jobs are not always stable. So a lot of people starting getting into that mindset and with the help of technology, uh, such as the internet, social media, mobile apps, uh, there has been a boom which has been able to fuel that demand. Um, so that's, a, that's all the good things I can talk about freelancing, why freelancing has been growing. In terms of someone here, I would recommend is, one of the good things about freelancing is, there is a market for everything and there's a market at every price. So there are people out there for experienced freelancers who make more money than those people who work full time. And there are people who hire people. There are companies that hire freelancers with, a, with new skills or low skills, but they, because either they don't have the budget, but they want to hire someone to fulfill the need. So what that means for someone who's just starting new is, Temporarily, you might be able to take a, you would be taking a pay cut, but if you're able to quickly ramp up and prove your skills over time, I'm talking a matter of months, you can increase your income to what you were used to getting more than full time. So I just want to pause there. I said a lot of things. Um, I just want to make sure it resonated. It was in line with the question you asked. Anything else I can add to that? Yeah, I think it's an excellent way to let people know that it's possible that this has been around for a while. It's been growing for a while. I've used Upwork before to try to get some temporary help for a client. Would you suggest, and, and if not, what suggestions could you add? Would you suggest looking on an Upwork and saying, okay, what, what is freelance and what are people doing? And maybe by looking and researching what other people are doing, somebody that will be listening today or, or whenever they download it says, oh, I know how to do that, or, oh, I never thought that was a thing. What would you recommend to kind of source some of those opportunities? I think you gave a great recommendation there, Brad, because Upwork is like the 800-pound gorilla when it comes to freelance marketplace. Uh, they have millions of listings and millions of clients. Um, even if you, it's a great place to look at what type of, I think Upwork's job site is open, so you don't even need to log in. You can actually see what type of jobs are available some, some of the time. Uh, one of the best things about Upwork is everything is transparent. You type in a skill set, it'll show you the top freelancers for that, um, for that skill set is, and you'll tell you how much they are actually charging. So you get an idea about how much you should also be able to charge. The second thing is you can actually type in a particular 
software or a skill set or anything and you will see the number of companies that are hiring for that skill set so immediately you can see the demand for that particular thing for example um, I, I, I uh, let's say let's say you have um, like okay we are on a podcast and let's say your website Brad is hosted on a if someone um, types in WordPress and podcast on Upwork they can actually see all the companies that actually need help hosting their podcast on WordPress. And you, as a job seeker or a freelancer, will be looking at that, wait a minute, I've done that or I can do that. It's, it, it only takes me a few hours to learn. I can help. So you can start immediately by going after those people and getting those contacts. So Upwork is great because it's it's open. It shows you everything. And um, A, you're able to see who is hiring. I mean, not the company name, but actually what type of jobs are there what other people other what are your competition which is other competition other freelancers are charging and it's a great way to start uh, research and that's how i started when i wanted to freelance last year um, i had a skill set i for like with the, the as i was growing my blog for the last four years i was doing it for myself and you know i was not like necessarily getting a salary then it stuck me like wait a minute maybe i should start monetizing this skill set the keyword is all of us have a skill set figure out a way to monetize that skill set i went to upwork did my research started applying and now i would say majority of my freelance clients are from upwork and i am not like up, i just want to say a caveat if anyone hears upwork they always they're you know the back is against the wall they think it's like a cheap marketplace to find freelancers for pennies on the dollar that's not true i don't i mean i don't make pennies on the dollar i'm definitely not on the high end I'm somewhere in the middle. There are people who make much charge much higher than me, and they are successful. So, I want to clear that doubt. But I think you gave a good uh, example, Brad, and I think it's a great platform. I would recommend it strongly. Even if you don't get started, at least do some research there. I appreciate that, Nassar. Thank you. Um, I want to give you just one one more shout out for the great work that you're doing in your reach to help people in in developing strategies and careers. As we look to this epidemic or pandemic um, and how the economy may change not once but twice based on its cycle and its effect and how we respond to it, what would be your message before we end today uh, for the people out there that are not so much uncertain about the job but wanting to know that what they're currently doing and what they could possibly add to that could help them not just through this time but for many many years i think um one word that i would really and i hate to make it sounded like a cliche it is not i, I believe this a word that really comes to my mind is attitude and i i, I forgot who I, I i forgot who this quote is attributed to but the quote was attitude is not what happens to you but how you react to it right so as I mentioned earlier briefly, this is not the first contraction cycle. This is not the first economic downturn. Um, compared to previous generations, we have had it well so far. So this is probably the biggest trial we are facing as a society, as a generation. So things are things have happened like this in the past, and people, the people who have thrived are the people who did not get consumed by the by by all the neg by what's happening but they thought you know 
I'm going to make something out of this. Uh, I love the story of um, companies like Uber, Uber and Airbnb, probably the biggest companies in terms of um, like the gig economy or even like um, ride sharing and uh, the sharing economy. They both started in 2008 at the peak of the recession. They're both big uh, companies right now. They employ hundreds of people, thousands of independent contractors, actually thousands of employees. So, and there's many, many companies like that. There's a lot of companies that got started in the recession. A lot of people build their careers in the recession. Uh, I would encourage people to read and seek stories of people who actually companies and people who have actually survived and really struggled and they have actually made it on the other side being successful. So you too get that motivation to do that. So that's what I say to people, like uh, no matter what happens, if you have the right attitude and if you really, I mean, attitude is not enough. You have to take the right action. Use this time, be the extra time that you don't have to commute. You don't have to go to social events, invest in yourself. And when this thing passes, Nobody knows when this will pass, maybe six months, 12 months, 18 months. When this passes, you can be in a much better position than everybody else who did not take these actions. So that's what I would say to people. Uh, have a strong attitude, take the right action. And when things pass, which I believe it will pass, I, I'm not an economist. I don't know when, but I know it will, it will because history repeats itself. Then you want to be in a position as a candidate where you are much more well equipped to succeed than anyone else in your, in your, in your area, in your, in your industry, among your peer group. I think attitude is an excellent point to end. So I really appreciate uh, you being with us today through all that's going on. Uh, I want everybody to check out Nisar's uh, website. It's Career Metis. M-E-T-I-S dot com. Um, if you liked what you heard, if you have suggestions on what you've heard on today's podcast, if you need more help, please reach out to us at our website. It's the word help, H-E-L-P, the letter H, the number four, the letter S dot org. Uh, again, thank you for joining us at the Career Mentor Podcast. Thank you, Nassar, for giving us your time and expertise today. Incredibly valuable. Really, really appreciate your contributions. And I hope everyone out there as well stay safe and we'll be listening to you very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. This has been the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved, 2020.